I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. Indian fans of Succession, listen up. Fret no more because the show may be available for streaming on Jio Cinema soon. The big news from Reuters is that Reliance's Viacom 18 has struck a deal with Warner Brothers Discovery to have some of the popular Western shows on its streaming platform Jio Cinema. The financial details of this deal hasn't been made public yet, but this means that you may find all the other HBO content including the upcoming slate of HBO releases such as the TV series around Harry Potter and the Conjuring universe on Jio Cinema. The report also said that as a part of this deal, most of Warner's popular titles won't be made available to other Indian rivals such as Amazon Prime and Disney Hotstar. Well, evidently Indian billionaire Mukesh Ambani doesn't want to stop at being the leader of the telecom sector. We've talked about how Reliance is shaking up the FMCG sector and beauty retail in some of our previous episodes. You can check out the links on our show notes if you missed them. But let's talk a little more about its foray into entertainment and streaming. Now, although Jio Cinema is only a beginner, it's clearly looking to fire up the competition in India's OTT space, which is largely dominated by Disney Plus Hotstar, Netflix, Prime Video, MX Player, Z5, and Sony Live. Firstly, it won the exclusive digital streaming rights for the 16th edition of the Indian Premier League and it's currently streaming the matches on its platform. But what's worth noting is that recently on 18th April, it raked in 24 million views during the Chennai Super Kings versus Royal Challengers Bangalore match. Now that is mighty impressive given that Hotstar's highest viewership for an IPL match was around 18.6 million. And it's not just going to rely on sports viewership to build its brand, right? On 13th April, Jio Studios, which is the content arm of Reliance, announced a slate of 100 films and series for theatrical and online release across Indian languages that will start rolling out from May onwards. This includes the Shah Rukh Khan star Dunkey, Adil Hussain's art house picture The Storyteller, Shraddha Kapoor's 3-2, Varun Dhawan's Bheeria 2, etc. Also, from what reports seem to suggest, Reliance may also be planning for what seems like one of the cheapest subscription offers for Jio Cinema. As you know currently it's offered as a free service but just a couple of days back some screenshots had surfaced on Reddit purportedly giving a glimpse of the subscription model that is being prepared and from the looks of it subscriptions with discounts could start from as little as rupees 2 per day but please bear in mind that Reliance hasn't actually confirmed any of this and it's not just the entertainment space that Ambani is pursuing aggressively with the newly inaugurated Neeta Mukesh Ambani Cultural Center It seems like Reliance is trying to be the face of Indian culture itself. For the next few minutes, you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy and anything that leaves you with food for thought. Hi, I'm Shorbury and this is the deep dive for 28th April 2023. Meta's Q1 2023 earnings are in and it's a bit of a mixed bag. The tech giant exceeded expectations with a first quarter revenue of 28.10 billion dollars and the Facebook app hit a whopping 2 billion daily users. However, despite the revenue beat, 
Meta's net income company-wide took a 24% hit year over year, declining from $7.47 billion to $5.71 billion. But wait, there's more to Meta's Q1 2023 earnings report than just revenue numbers. The report also revealed that while the company saw a 26% boost in advertising impressions, the prices of its ads took a 17% hit. And while the Reality Labs unit managed to bring in an impressive $339 million in sales, it also suffered a huge operating loss of $3.99 billion. But Mark Zuckerberg, the company's CEO, is still seeing the glass as half full. During the earnings call, he also made it clear that they are doubling down on generative AI. He said, and I quote, we are no longer behind in building our AI infrastructure. So what exactly is Meta up to now? Well, according to Mark Zuckerberg's recent Instagram post, the company is stepping up its AI game. For starters, the post revealed that it's creating a whole new product group that's all about using generative AI focused on making our online experiences more exciting. It's cooking up all sorts of cool tools that could lead us to having virtual AI friends to help us out with various tasks. It's also planning to use this tech in text-based apps like Messenger and WhatsApp to help us write better messages, a bit like ChatGPT. But hey, Meta isn't new to the AI game. Earlier this year, it dropped a language model called Llama, which is designed to help researchers in the AI field. What's interesting is that Llama is actually Meta's third language model release, following Galactica and Blender Bot 3. Unfortunately though, those models didn't quite hit the mark and had to be shut down due to producing incorrect results. Plus, Zuckerberg has been betting big on AI tools to make Meta's ad targeting algorithms to the next level. And his bet appears to be paying off. On the earnings call, Zuckerberg noted that AI-powered Reels recommendations had resulted in a more than 24% increase in time spent on Instagram. Not only that, but Meta's real monetization efficiency increased by more than 30% on Instagram and 40% on Facebook quarter over quarter. Ultimately, Meta's heavy AI initiatives and a new approach to advertising is to help turn its fortunes around. Because if you remember, Meta faced some serious challenges in 2022 as the pandemic-driven e-commerce boom lost steam. And competitors like TikTok gained more popularity among younger users. On top of that, Apple's privacy updates dealt a big blow to Meta's advertising business by restricting access to user data. But does focusing on AI mean that Meta is turning its back on the Metaverse? Apparently not. So, amidst the rumors of Meta abandoning the Metaverse, Zuckerberg was quick to clarify that he has not given up just yet. And the launch of the next Quest VR headset later this year is actually evidence of that. However, the truth is that Meta's Reality Labs division took a big hit last quarter, reporting a staggering net loss of $4 billion. And the company expects even more losses in 2023. But Forbes noted that Zuckerberg believes generative AI could help with a huge investment in mixed reality experiences, making it easier for users to create cool stuff like avatars and virtual worlds. And before we sign off for the week, here is a third segment, One Last Thing, where we bring to you an offbeat story that you won't find in the headlines. TikTok isn't the only app that's facing scrutiny around its Chinese heritage. Have you heard of Bondi? Well, less than a month after it launched in January 2023, Bondi, which is an app that lets users create avatars and hang out with their friends in the metaverse, 
had become uber popular in Asia, especially Singapore and South Korea. And just as quickly, it has fallen from grace. The reason? Well, initially people thought that the app developer Meta Dream Tech PT was actually from Singapore. But it turns out that it's actually registered as a Chinese company in South Korea. According to Bloomberg, the suspicions got triggered by rumors of credit card data leaks. Then users went into a full Sherlock mode and also noticed how Bondi had a resemblance to the now defunct Chinese app Jelly, which had disappeared from app stores amid privacy concerns. After all the sleuth work, it was uncovered that MetaDream had bought the rights to Jelly and Bondi was actually trying to relaunch Jelly while concealing its origin story. Now, all of this has left the tech company quite red-faced, but users are now making a beeline to uninstall the app over this discovery. If you like listening to The Signal Daily, please show us some support. Rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Share this podcast with your friends and family. We'd also love to hear what you have to say about this podcast, so feel free to shoot an email at hello at thesignal.co. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IVM. This episode was written, researched and produced by Manaswini and Nish Orbury. Edited by Venkat Anand. Mastered and mixed by Manas and Nirvan. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast. We are thesignal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter.